You know what? Yesterday I said I have these like weird little, uh, uh, what are they called? Love handles? Okay. Muffin tops? Yeah. They're starting to grow. And, uh, and I said, I would like to, I would like to lose those, okay. um, but I haven't really set up actionable goals on how to lose them. I don't so. think you're, I don't think you're a goals kind of guy. No, I'm That's not, I'm dude. Getting, I'm That's why I'm getting from this conversation. I really like to set the bar real low for myself and then just kind of step <laughs> over it. Just, yeah. just fall like, over it. Honestly, if I could find a good pair of Spanx that I could cover those up with, I would. And then I would just, I would be much happier with myself. So, no, yep. No. I'm, I'm a very easy person to, to please. Oh so. my God. Yeah. That's, uh, uh. so that, yeah, that's, that's fitness goals for myself. Welcome to Biblical Lenses, a podcast that explores the how and why of living as a Christian in a pop culture world. Movies, art, people, everything is up for debate and nothing is held back. In each episode, we explore a topic through conversation, banter, and the Bible to try to get to the truth of the matter. We're not pastors or scholars. We're just regular Christians trying to understand the world through the lenses of the Bible. What is up, everybody? Welcome to 2020 and also season two of Biblical Lenses. Uh, me and Jesse took a little bit of time off so we could enjoy the rest of 2019 with our families. Uh, but we're back at it. We're excited to hang out with you guys. Uh, this week, we're talking about resolutions. So while you guys sit back and enjoy this podcast, I'm going to enjoy this third cookie. Three, two, one. New, new year, new, new me. me. <laughs> new me. I just felt like I had to throw oh, it out no. there. Oh my goodness. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Oh, we're back. Man. It's 2020. We're back, baby. And we are back. Yeah. It's been a while. Hey, uh, so I told you this already, but uh, yep. somebody uh, DM'd us on Instagram and said, when is the podcast coming back? We have a listening party yeah. every week yeah. to listen to the podcast, which I'm not going to lie, is super intimidating. <laughs> super intimidating. And it's also like, I was like, man, we're not that important, bro. That like, anybody would gather other people around oh, man, to I listen was, to us speak is mind-boggling I was super to me. humbled. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, recording this podcast means that my mom will stop asking me when the next podcast is coming up. That's good. Um, so I... I I enjoy that she enjoys the podcast yeah. as much, but I enjoy it is, too. is one of those things that I feel the pressure of like, oh, my mom's listening. Like, I got to do a good job. Yeah. I got to make her proud, yeah. you know? So. Speaking of making your mom proud, yep, yep. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, that would make Nolan's mom really proud. So <laughs> really please do proud. that. Yep. Uh, so, you know, when a new episode comes out, head over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review, write something nice, or find us on any podcast player uh, that you like to listen to podcasts on. We're, yep. we're there, probably, most likely. Probably. All right. So, uh, it is 2020. Yeah. We new are going to be talking about all things New Year resolution. Yeah. All habits, routines, I know, I know all that what, kind of stuff. I know what everybody's thinking. They're okay. Like, it's January 14th. It's a little it late. It's January 16th. January 16th. Um, and by the time this podcast gets released, it's probably going to be like 20, in the 20s. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to be like, why are you guys, you know, releasing? Like, why are you talking about New Year's right now? Because we because were busy focusing on our resolutions. Yeah. We were getting in the groove, baby. Yep. Speaking of resolutions. Okay. Um, so I have, I have a couple. I'm uh, excited. I don't normally make resolutions. But this year, there were some glaring issues in my life that I needed to take care of. Um, okay. One, when I when I laugh, I normally start to walk into a coughing fit. So oh. I start to laugh. And then I just go into a coughing fit, which ends up going into a gagging fit because I've coughed so much that I start to gag. I'm sorry. And How long have I known you and never seen you go into this sleep well, apnea like hey, while walking situation? It's pretty terrible. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> But uh, that's my resolution is to cut that out of my life. So I'm sorry. You're going to change the way that you laugh when in I, 2020? When I laugh too hard, I start to cough. 
Okay. And then I will start to cough so much that I just eventually start to like. No, it is, I think it is your laugh worst. is charming. It is. Well, I think it's sweet. Yeah, when I have like when I have just a little like chuckle or when I'm like, right. Haha, like but not when you sound like an emphysemic old man. When I find a meme online that is just so funny, I will, and it's normally by myself. Like that's what's weird is like I'll be in my car or something like that, and I'll just you know hear something funny or something like that, just laugh, and then it just it's a spiraling motion. So oh, I don't blame you. Who doesn't laugh until they cough that's, when they see a good meme? That's my that's, that's meme my, culture has well, done to us. All. I also feel like it's an it's an it's an old person move like okay. a lot of old people will laugh a little bit and then they just go into this like <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like i'm not ready for that like i am a 26 27 26 year old man, hey man like i'm not ready for i'm the, with for you the when i was cough. like 22 one of like a friend of mine at the time pointed out that i laugh like an old man like i, I do the <laughs> like when i laugh and it just i was like oh my gosh i do that is how i laugh and you know what I've just accepted it and I've walked in it. All right. Well, um, maybe I'll just But hey, that's you it. though. Hey, you yeah. do you, boo. Hey. Um, that's, you do so, you. Do you have any more? Do you have any uh, more resolutions? Do I have any more resolutions? I think I did. I think I did have more resolutions. Uh, You're not uh, doing oh, too good on them because you can't even remember them. Yeah, I can't. I can't really remember okay. them. Um, I, I, I don't make resolutions really because I, I don't want to fail at them. A lot of my resolutions are like super small, if, mm. if anything. Okay. It'll be like, oh, uh, you know, I'm going to whatever. Just try to wake up earlier or something like that right. i try to make it real vague um i don't like when people are like i'm gonna lose 100 pounds this year it's like hey you know or or if they're like you know i'm gonna you know i don't know start a podcast or something like that it's like right. hey like that's a great resolution but if you never do it like what are you gonna do yeah well some would say that setting resolutions is a good thing because it motivates you. But I Maybe. think I read the statistic that says like 75 to 80% of people will stop pursuing their new year's resolutions yeah. by February. Yeah. By February. <laughs> this is when the gyms like influx, like yeah. in that first month in January, there's just hundreds of people at the gym. <laughs> and then by February, they all cleared out. Yeah. Right. It's just like, I think it's our, it's our short attention span, right? It you is know, in this culture. It's literally just like start something off super hardcore and then, you know, it normally fizzles out. In a month. Well, that's why I think that uh, the, the topic is interesting because it, it revolves a lot around character. Yeah. Right. It revolves around like consistency yeah. and diligence um, and commitment yeah. and a lot of those character traits that are not necessarily like looked down upon nowadays, yeah. but they're not like champions. Yeah. I don't think. Not a lot. Like to be a really consistent person, like that's not like the sexy thing. No. Like you're like, you know, you know what's great about me? I'm there every day. I show up. I do the work. You're like, there. yeah. <laughs> although I will say, I, th I feel like I've seen in podcasts and videos and you know, whatever, like the Gary V's of the world oh, and stuff yeah. have started to champion it a little bit more like mm -hmm. show up, eat dirt, do what you need to do yep. kind of thing. And that's starting to catch on, but it's not as much. Well, that's why like, he's so much different. Like I think he captures a lot of attention is just cause he has a message of like, Hey, just be consistent every single day. Like you don't have to be the best person. Like you don't have to be the greatest, you know, graphic designer up. or the best, you know, speaker just every single day, do it a little bit more and a little bit more and you'll get better and better and better over time. Yep. Um, and you're right. I mean, like I think too many people, especially in like a YouTube culture now, Nowadays, like they want to create a, a viral video, get picked right. up and all of a sudden have like instant success because yep. it's possible. Like it is possible for the one person out of a million to do that. 
but it's like, you know, where are you going to find more success? You're going to find more, more success and consistency. Yeah. So. I also think that like uh, the, the whole one hit wonder thing, like yeah. the, I put one thing out and it, it just caught on fire kind yeah. of thing. It dwindles really fast. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that? What was her name? Uh, she sang a song like it was like a decade ago. Uh, Friday, Friday. Oh, yeah. Got Gotta it. Get yeah, that song? Yeah. Yeah, that was done. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Christina Black. That's Christina what her Black. name was. That's what it was. Why do I remember that? Yep. Because potpourri is my favorite Jeopardy category, baby. That- um, <laughs> so she she came out with like one song and and that was it. Yeah. And it was like, well, that, that hit fire for about 10 minutes and then it's yeah. gone. But then... But then, but then you got the Foo Fighters, yep. you got the Dave Grohls yeah, who baby. are not making, you know, like, like 80 million platinum records and like a billion dollars every year. Mm-hmm. They're not the, they're not the Nicki Minaj's, but, mm-hmm. uh, Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters, they've been around for like a yeah. while, man, over, and over 25, 30 years. And then you have a, a separate, and we'll, we'll get back on to resolutions here in just a minute Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a separate category of like the keanu reeves where they Ooh. had a hot minute yeah like in the in the 90s and early 2000s yeah they disappeared for like 20 years and, they and then they came back even a, greater and stronger yeah. yeah like there's a lot of characters like that i mean even yep. like a lot of the old like 80s action stars yeah like they disappeared in like the 90s and 2000s yeah. and now they're all coming back like old men still jacked still like, doing it taking on the Viet Cong still bro and you're like, dolph lundgren yeah He's an Aquaman, yeah. still a beast. Yep. He is still Yvonne Drago, they like to this day. Are doing all of the testosterone. Negative, possible. Ghost Rider. Negative. They are Yvonne doing Drago all of the testosterone. Yes, they dude, are. Bro. No, all dude, of them. Uh, Dolph Lundgren. Don't you talk bad about Dolph Lundgren? He's a doctor. Like he left I Hollywood, know. and he's like a full-blown doctor or scientist. Excuse yep. me. He was like a biologist or something yep. for like twenty years, and he's like, yeah, I'll go back to acting. Whatever. Yep. I'm just conquering the world one piece at a time. I love him. I love yeah. him. I, like and I the, bet you to wrap it back in. Yeah. I bet you that guy makes resolutions. I bet you he has goals. No. I bet you he does. I feel like he he probably has people make his goals for him. No. He probably can't pays do that. Be like, All right. No, so that's true. Okay. So let's talk about some of the most. Sorry, we just rambled for a little yeah, bit. Sorry. Let's talk about some of the most common goals yep. or resolutions that people will make around around New Year's. Okay. Yep. One of them, I think we already kind of mentioned, fitness. Yeah. Okay. The lots of fitness goals. Do you mm-hmm. have any fitness goals for this year? No. 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 Okay. Uh, well, you know what? Yesterday I said I have these like weird little, uh, uh, what are they called? Love handles. Okay. Muffin tops. Yeah. They're starting to grow. And, uh, and I said, I would like to, I would like to lose those. Okay. Um, but I haven't really set up actionable goals on how to lose them. I don't so. think you're, I don't think you're a goals kind of guy. No, I'm That's not, what I'm dude. Getting, I'm, That's the why vibe I'm getting from this conversation. I really like to set the bar real low for myself and then just kind of step <laughs> over it. Just, yeah. just fall over like, it. Honestly, if I could find a good pair of spanks that I could cover those up with, I would. And then I would just, I would be much happier with myself. So, no. yep. No. I'm, I'm a very easy person to, to please. Oh so. my God. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, so that, yeah, that's, that's fitness goals for myself. Um, so buy a pair of spanks. Yeah. That's buy a pair of spanks. Goals. That's really. amazing. Yep. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, I have fitness goals. Yeah. What are um, they? They're not really related to like losing any weight or mm-hmm. do it. It's more like uh, I started doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So like I want to progress yep. in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Um, and to do that, you got to show up. Yeah. You got to show up. So. See, a goal of mine is to convince my wife that I need to take Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh, cause you should. I can now. And well, if you want, what I can do is next time we all hang out, just sneak up behind you and tap you out in a rear naked oh. choke. And she'll go, you really need to learn how to defend yourself. Yep. And then that might sell See, it. See, that's, that's the thing is, I, you yeah. know, like I'm on board for it, yeah. but 
Brazilian jiu-jitsu is not cheap. It's true. They they it's they true. know that they're teaching well, they, you life-saving like techniques. They teach you how to kill people with your pinky. Yep, and they're gonna they they're gonna do a premium. Do yeah. So so like my thing is is like my goal for this year is to convince my wife of my need That'd for self-defense. Yeah, I so. think start with the spanks. Yeah, and then convince her of the BJJ. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. So, but fitness goals are very common, and I think it's because. Uh, well, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why, like, I think people just in general know that physical fitness makes you feel better, makes you feel good about yourself. So people want that, right? Yeah. I think it's deeply rooted in wanting to feel good mm-hmm. about yourself. Yeah. Um, and I don't think uh, uh, we're obviously biblical lenses. So we're trying to wrap this back into like, what does the Bible say about yeah. these things? So let, I feel like this top, this podcast is going to be a bunch of little mini topics. Yep. So let's start with there. Like, what does the Bible say about wanting to feel good about ourselves, feel confident in our own skins. Does the Bible say anything about um, pursuing like a level of health? Like yeah. what, what do we, what oh, do we we've talked about it a couple of times. We've right? talked like, about it like, on know, the McDonald's podcast. Yeah, McDonald's I think podcast we talked and, about it. And I think like the biggest, the biggest thing is, is, you know, when we are, when we are treating our body, you know, like a temple of the Lord and we're, mm. we're treating it like with respect in the sense of like, we're not giving it like crap junk food. Like we're not, sure. you know, drinking like six beers a night. Like there's a reason why like people that don't treat their body like healthily health. I'm going to go with health. health. Do it. Um, like when they don't, when they don't have a healthy diet and stuff like that, like they tend to live like less amount of time on this earth. I can't speak today, but like they yeah. like, seriously, I mean like a heavy drinker will end up like, contracting some sort of liver disease or heart disease like you know yeah. people that eat fast food like even supersize me like that guy ate fast food every single day right and had real health problems at the end of it yeah now i feel like now we're just talking and it's good i think we're just talking about all around general health not just like fitness but we're talking about like weight loss we're talking about healthy eating we're yeah. talking about healthy living like all of those things like you're right like so let's start with the physical aspect of it like 40 percent of americans would be classified as obese yeah right obese is more than like like a couple pounds here or there or some love handles obese would be this is starting to affect your performance and it's a danger to your body um with that 40 percent, like some of the dangers of obesity i have it right here pulled up is like uh risk of stroke increased risk of heart attack liver disease sleep apnea skin fold rashes that doesn't sound fun uh a greater uh risk of cancer gallbladder problems your body just starts struggling under like like when you're working like mm-hmm. through obesity right so uh losing like those pounds is a beneficial yeah. thing now i think like what's the christian perspective on this like i think we tend to well okay let me say this i think a lot of people tend to look at people who are struggling with obesity and say you're lazy and you're a glutton and i don't think that's right yeah i think there's a lot of people who are can be struggling with medical issues yep that is causing them to struggle also with obesity. So that's that's one thing. So yeah. we should never necessarily judge a book by its cover. Yeah. But a lot of covers of the books are are telling. Oh, most most covers of the yeah. books. There are a lot of yeah. covers of books that are telling. Yep. And it's we live in a in a generation or in a culture where food is not as nutritious as it used no. to be. Uh, if you want to if you want healthy food, like you have to pay more. Yeah. Um, if you like, we don't do a lot of physical activity. We're kind of hunched over yep. with bad posture, sitting in chairs all day long. Yep. So there's not a lot of physical activity. And this and, is why we got to get them rings on those I Apple like, watches. Dude, dude, hey, preach that. Got to uh, get them rings. So <gasps> once again, I, I set my, my rings on my Apple watch very low. Um, 
And I was just talking to a customer about this the other day. <laughs> she was like, she was like, so the goal for the Apple Watch is like uh, 350 calories per day, like okay. burned. I set mine at 300. I was like, let's just see. And I was consistently meeting that goal, like quarter, felt, quarter felt of my good. way through the day. And I was like, yeah, quarter of the way. And then I was like, oh, I need to up, 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 the, up the amount of calories. 900. That's the reason why I have these little love handles. On 900, baby. Yeah, 900. Yeah, triple yeah. it. Yeah, I'll, I'll never, I'll never reach that. But yes. no, I mean, like, I think like, you know, there's people say like, oh, don't fat shame me. Right. Like that's, that's a big thing in our Ooh. culture. Don't fat shame me, and it's like, you know, you went there. There's, there's, I don't know. I there's like a it. little bit to like some healthy public image, like for like drive to have healthy public image. Like when people see you um, a little bit healthier, right? You know, it's like I, I think that can drive you, and it should drive you um, <laughs> to 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 lose some weight. Like I do think that as people, we shouldn't be. Like looking at somebody and being like, oh, like, you know, that's so pathetic. Like that, they, mm. you know, that they're so yeah. fat or whatever. Like, okay, that's not the right a- attitude to have. But if you see somebody like in the gym, like trying to lose weight, don't go up to them and be like, you know, oh, like you, you need to love yourself more. Like, you know, you need to be like, that's or, brutal. or when somebody's like eating yeah. a Big Mac and they're, you know, 400 pounds, like you can't be like, hey, like, like I'm so proud that you're loving yourself. Like you need to tell them like. Hey, you're gonna die soon. No, like, don't say that though. You know, there's like, nicer ways. No, there's nicer ways, right? I'm but, trying to. Okay, so now you talk about fat shaming. Yeah, which is like body image issues. There's and a lot of people are struggling with it. A lot it. of people struggle with it, and a lot of people are tipping to far sides, right? Like yep. it's okay. Yeah. to be obese and 400 pounds overweight and some people are like on the far side like are shaming and, and yep. somewhere in the middle is the right answer right yep. like so for instance uh, you you heard you heard about this like adele yeah. the british singer yeah lost a hundred pounds yep hundo yeah good for like, her that is two or three large sacks of potato yep. or dog food yeah like off of her body and some people were like fabulous fantastic great job you look great and yeah. immediately the twitter trolls like took over and they were like are you don't fat shame her previous self and i was yeah. like but she's happy about the, the new her yep she's happy about the way she looks isn't she dating one of the like uh i don't know she's dating like a boy band dude i don't know she hooked herself a boy band no. dude anyway timberlake i don't know one of them i okay. don't know but anyways like that to be said like she's happy about it yeah and people were standing up for the previous her going don't fat shame who she used oh, to be man. and it's like but she has came out and said i was unhealthy i feel a lot better now. yeah like what do you like? How how could anybody be fat shaming yeah. anybody then? Well, and that's like the problem is is like I mean there there is fat shaming, but I think like there can also be a an education about how how like o- obesity affects your body, and I think that that's what a lot of people don't understand is like it's not fat shaming; it's literally trying to like inform others like hey do you want to live longer do you want to be able to go up like three flights of stairs and not be like out of breath right want to you know like x y and z all like do you not want fat like to collect around your heart until it just collectively kills it like right you know there there is aspects to this where it's like yes don't walk up to a large person and be like oh ha ha like you know and call them all these names right that is fat shaming and that is horrible and i do think that in order to start your journey on like on losing weight you need to come to a, a an agreement with yourself of like look i don't get depressed especially when you don't achieve certain goals that you set because that's right. what a lot of people that struggle with weight i mean even like myself like i will tend to eat junk food or worse when i feel bad about myself right and so i get it like hey you need to have a healthy self image about yourself but you mm-hmm. also need to understand that like 
continuing to do this over and over, like eat when you're sad, eat right. when you're mad, like all this other stuff is leading to poor health consequences. Which kind of dives in to some of like the under undercarriage or the, the deeper reasons of why maybe like unhealthy eating is happening, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of doctors will say like, we eat because of stress, we eat yeah. because of anxiety, yeah. right? And like first Peter uh, chapter five says, casting all your anxieties onto him because he cares for you. Yeah. So we're not supposed to be an anxious people. Mm-hmm. And if we have trouble, yeah. anxiety, eating, stress, eating, frustration, eating, mm-hmm. like sadness, eating, yeah. like, or just eating because we're bored. That's a thing. Yeah. A lot of us just kind of snack and eat because we're like, well, it was just kind of around. Yeah. There's also a lot of scriptures that would talk about us having self-control yeah. and like all of those things. So I think setting resolutions or goals that say I need to put away certain activities, certain things that I do that lead me down this path. If one of those things is like, for instance, anxiety, now we need to focus on anxiety as well. We can't just ignore that and then eat. And then we're going, we're not hitting our weight loss goals or our fitness goals because along with physical goals, there's a lot of other resolutions that people will set, right? Some of those would be mental goals, or spiritual goals um, and, and or financial goals. And I want to talk about all of those things. Yeah. Like, so um, not to bounce off of like the, the weight loss and the fitness stuff, but I think they are directly linked to other things. So for instance, let's talk about financial goals. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of people will set new year's resolutions. I want to save X amount of dollars. I want to pay off X amount of debt. Yeah. Um, what does the Bible say about finances? What does the Bible say about paying off debt and all those things? Like, and I don't know, what do you think? about? Oh that? yeah. I mean like the, the Bible has a clear expectation of like financial freedom. Um, and I mean, a lot of it is just like, Hey, uh, you know, don't be in debt to anyone. Like don't, you know, uh, um, or, or even like on the on the other aspect of it, I mean, like the year of Jubilee was literally the year where all debts were forgiven, all slaves right. were freed, like everything that you were, you know. And so, like, there's clearly a aspect of hey, debt is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And in today's culture, like in the American culture at least, like we don't see that. It's like hey, it's okay to be thirty thousand dollars in student debt, like right. fifty thousand dollars in credit card debt, like just pay off the minimums and keep paying that until you sure. die. And then it'll be forgiven. And it's like, yeah. okay, that's not biblical living. And that's why I think so many churches kind of cling on to like the Dave Ramsey method of like, sure. just pay this off. Like right. don't be in debt. Dave Ramsey is a big proponent of Proverbs 22, which says the rich rules over the poor. The borrower is the slave to the lender. Yeah. Um, but then also, you know, when it comes to money, like Jesus talked about money more, almost more than any other topic yeah. in the new Testament. And it's because um, you know, Jesus didn't say that, but it's brought up later in Hebrews, right? Like keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Yeah. So there's this idea like found in scripture, which is, um, we shouldn't be a slave to the lender. We shouldn't be in debt. That's a bad thing. Yeah. Even, even Dave Ramsey would say there's acceptable debt. Like, Hey, you want to buy a house? Not a lot of people have 200 or $300,000 no. sitting around in cash. So, okay, that's acceptable. Yeah. But even then there's goals that you have to set yeah. to pay that off. He would say, don't do a 30 year mortgage, do a 15 year fixed yeah. so that you're not paying excessive amounts of money towards a, like a debt basically and yeah. not towards the principal. So there's wise ways to walk with your money. And I think if anything, like, yes, you can have specific goals. Like, hey, I want to save X amount of dollars. I want to pay off X amount of dollars. but 
for me, I think a better financial goal for all of us as, as Christians, right? Yeah. Like looking through a biblical lens would be this year, I want to be wise about money. And yeah. this year I want to have the same heart that Jesus has when it comes to money. Um, that sort of daily waking up and doing that work, showing up daily and, and thinking those thoughts yeah. and having that dedication, I think is a behavior change. Even Dave Ramsey will talk about it, right? Like 90% of it is behavior. 10% of, of it is math. Yeah. 90% of it is how I want to spend my money. I want to eat out. I want to buy stuff, mm -hmm. but I have to change my behavior first. Yeah. That's super biblical. Well, and I mean like, you know, I, I think getting into a little bit more of like the actual resolutions aspect okay. and not just like individual resolutions that people have. Um, like my dad always said, uh, like, this kind of proverb, which is just like, don't sacrifice tomorrow on the altar of today. Right. Um, and like, I think as a lot of people start making resolutions, they don't think about like the day, the day to day that they have to go through to actually achieve those resolutions. Mm. So when it comes to like, like kind of tying in the financial aspect, like I'm a instinct buyer, like, and I recognize <laughs> that about myself. Like my yeah. wife also recognizes that about um, myself. And so that's why when I want to buy something, I pass it through my wife. Cause she is the little squirrel of a person. That's like, I'm going to hide all of my money in a mattress and right. just never touch it for a hundred years. Right. And, uh, and so she's very good with money. And, uh, this year our, like we have set a quote unquote resolution. Like, um, her family's moving to Texas and we're going to live with them. We're going to save a ton of money with them. Um, and so we have financial goals like paying off, a large majority of our debt, like setting a savings funds, like setting a, you know, all of this other stuff. And so, you know, but say all that to say, like it does come in the daily, like understanding, Hey, we're saving money, not to spend money, but to have it for when we want to buy a house or yeah. have it for when, you know, I, whatever, like, you know, we, our car gets totaled or something like, mm -hmm. you know, we need that, that money saved up. And so, you know, but it, it comes down to the day to day, like waking up every single day and consciously making that decision. To, this is what we're going to hey, do. Hey, I'm not going to touch this money. Right. Like, hey, I'm not going to eat at McDonald's. I have some friends that like they woke up one day and they just said, Hey, I'm not going to eat at McDonald's anymore. And every single day right. they make the choice. And some of them are on their third year of like not eating McDonald's. It's like, that's amazing, you know, like good for you, but it comes down to the day to day choices that you right. make. You can't wake up on New Year's Day and say, I'm not going to do this. And all of a sudden your body goes like, okay, I no longer crave like fatty foods because right, that's right. just realistically not how your body works. Like you're going to wake up every single day wanting to drink a Coke and, you know, eat a Big Mac. Yeah. If that's what your normal has been for the last 10 years. Sure. So you need to realize like, I need to wake up every single day and choose not to do this. And that's why I think, you know, that's why I think making, establishing and setting goals is a biblical principle, mm -hmm. right? You have to say, I want to be that type. Even, even Paul like encourages us yeah. to set goals, right? And not in a prideful way, but he, he, he looks at people and says, follow me as I follow after Christ. That's yeah. a goal. Imitate me yeah. as I imitate Christ. Yeah. He's telling people to set goals. Mm -hmm. Here's a standard I want you to uh, like desire to attain, yeah. like to achieve, right? Is this standard? Yeah. Like God would ask us to set goals. I think some of the most, uh, one of the more important principles of setting goals, especially as a Christian mm -hmm. is to, uh, well, a few, number one would be to set goals that, um, set goals that would help us to achieve to be more like Christ. Mm -hmm. That's the first one I would yeah. say. But then number two, 
understanding that as we set goals, we need to be flexible because maybe that's not the goal that the Lord wants for us. Right. So like it's, it's great that you want to get in shape. It's great that you want to lose weight. It's great that you want to save this money and save up to go buy a house, but be flexible. If God's like, I don't want you to buy that house. Yeah. Right. Like you're spending too much time. You're making an idol or a God out of your body and out Mm -hmm. of fitness. You need to chill out and, and let me be God. Yeah. Like, so there's a balance somewhere in the middle. Right. Um, which I like Luke chapter 14 says for which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it. Like we sit down, we count the cost, we set the goals, but we still have to be, a, a, a little bit malleable yeah. in that goal setting. Well, and a lot of times, like we set these goals, like we we sit down and we say, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to build a skyscraper. And yeah. It's like you don't actually sit down and think, like, okay, what do I actually need to build a sky, skyscraper? Like, bad example, but sometimes people will sit down and say, like, I want to lose 100 pounds. Okay, maybe you should start by saying, like, hey, I want to lose 10 pounds yeah. in the in the first three months. Right. Like that is something that you can do. And it, ju- it works just like the Dave Ramsey snowball. Like right. once you achieve that, you go, oh, I can lose weight. Okay, yeah. now I want to lose this many pounds. And by the time you look back at the end of the year, you realize like, oh, over the course of, you know, like over the course of 12 months, I lost 40 pounds. Like right. that is incredible. Right. Um, and so I, I just think like, too many people go too big all at once. Right. And instead of saying like, like you just said in Luke, like, Hey, I need to actually sit down and set real achievable cost, goals. Yep. And those achievable goals will lead me to a final goal of what I'm trying to get to. Right. Um, like Proverbs 21, another one, the plans of the diligent yeah. lead to profit. Mm-hmm. It says, right. So like, I lo- I'm so thankful that the word diligence is in there. Yeah. So there's the word plan. Yeah goal setting mm-hmm. diligence show up and do the work leads you to profit yeah just show up yeah it's amazing how uh unbiblical yet biblical at the same time gary v is at yeah. times oh, like yeah. he'll say some things i'm like that's kind of that's from the not, that's yeah. a biblical principle yeah but i'm like but it's laced with curse words yeah yeah um and <laughs> yeah. maybe a little bit of pride issues yep. but i like you gary v yeah good stuff i um so i was i was thinking about the other day uh some personality things. And and I think like, this is another resolution that people set. They're like, Oh, I don't want to like, I don't want to get as angry anymore. And like, or I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be depressed as much or whatever this year. Right. And you know, it's like, so I think a lot of personality flaws that people have, they Mm -hmm. also, um, set as goals to change or resolutions. Um, or I want to be a happier person or whatever. And like, and I, I think that those, are good once again like you need to come up with actionable like ways to do that and so i like sometimes the the goals that people have when they're just like hey i don't want to fly off the handle in traffic like i don't want to have road rage because it's like it's a good goal you know but you you like in that you have to take the steps to and i I think it's funny with some what some people do to achieve their goals like especially when it comes to road rage they will like post like a little sticky note on their you know horn or something like that that just you know says some sort of like little happy phrase or whatever and they're like do what you gotta do man like this is this is how you're going to you know correct that and so sometimes like the little stupid things that people do to like achieve their goals i i think are are pretty good i think anything you need to put in place like you know besides the Lord, like, you know, yourself best. Yeah. Right. So like, I know that, um, 
and and my wife is complete opposite. I know that if I want to like get back into running, yeah, I know, it, and unfortunately, that buying a new pair of running shoes will motivate me because I'm like, yeah. got to earn these, yeah, right. But there's a lot of people out there that'll just buy the shoes and they just sit in the corner, oh yeah, right. But it's like I know if I do that, it's gonna motivate me mm. some. So like you know yourself best, yeah. So setting the things that are realistic, but I you know I think I think the Bible has, I think we've shown the Bible has a lot to say about setting goals being wise about them, mm. not making gods out of your goals yeah, um, and about the progress that you want to see in those goals yeah, um, and staying flexible in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and a lot of times too, like I, I think um, when people set those goals, they don't find like realistic accountability partners yeah. to, to help them like, Ooh, get that's there. That's good. Yeah. And so, I mean like, I mean, and even if it's something as small as like, I want to lose 10 pounds, like find that one person in your life that you can be like, Hey, like my goal's this, uh, and I just need you to keep, you know, asking me and keep annoying me yeah. or like go to the gym with me and, you know, and, and help me out on this. Um, but you know, find that person that can help you achieve those. Um, cause I think too, too often people try to do it by themselves mm, and it's true, you know, and then, and then when they, when they start to get lazy again, they don't have that person to come alongside them and be like, Hey, like get up you know, stop watching TV and get out there and, and, you know, and do it. It's hard. And that's why like people wait until the new year to, to make these resolutions. Cause like, you know, by the time they're six months in, they've forgotten about the new year already because now Mm -hmm. they're thinking about, you know, Christmas or summer break or whatever. And so they've completely abandoned their ideas. So you need that person that can constantly remind you of where, of what you dedicated yourself to do yeah and i mean the bible has a lot to say about like hey let your yes be yes let your no be no like right. when you make a decision to do something do it and that generally tends to be talking about like your commitments to others but i think like it all starts with your commitment to yourself first mm-hmm. like if you can't honor the commitments that you make to yourself how are you going to honor the commitments that you make to others right. i think you know? and the last i i love that and i think the last thing i'll say about it is um i I agree. I think the reason that people make New Year's resolutions is because it it feels like some sort of significant passing of time. Oh, the year has ended, a yeah. new one's starting. What did I accomplish? And so they want to try to s- motivate themselves and establish some sort of goals for the next coming set amount of time. Yeah. And while I think that that's okay, I, I would agree a little bit more or get more on board with Jonathan Edwards, who, mm-hmm. uh, like the theologian, who instead of making New Year's resolutions, just just wrote a series of resolutions for his life, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. One of which I have like on the wall. Yeah. I'm resolved never to do anything, which I should be afraid to do if it were the last hour of my life. Yeah. That was a resolution for his life. And he said, I want to make sure I do this every day for like every day of my life. Mm-hmm. And he had a series of them. And I think it would be uh, like interesting to write out your own series of personal resolutions yeah. and just say, this is a, this is a, like an ethic that I live by. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that would be more interesting because it, it never goes away. Yeah. It's like when the year is done, you don't go, all right, well, what, what about next year? It's like, yeah. no, these are life goals. These are what I do like when, yeah, like they, they are, that is a resolution that is super, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like it's just vague. Right. And so okay. it's, it can, there can be a lot of things like when you talk about specific resolutions, mm-hmm. I do think you can create a resolution whenever you want sure. at any point during the, during the year. Um, what I think is interesting is like one of my buddies, um, when he was in high school, like he, he was, he was addicted to pornography and stuff like that. And he, okay. re- he made a resolution to stop doing that. But every single year on that, on that day that he made that resolution and stopped doing it, he takes a moment to remember and, and thank God from where he was to where yeah. he is now. And so I think there is something about, 
you know, when you do create a resolution and you do set something in your heart, Mm -hmm. you know, like when you get to that one year mark, like whether it's New Year's Day or whether it's January, you know, or whether it's like July 30th, whatever you set it, whatever you set that day as, you know, take a moment to remember where you've come from and, and celebrate where you are. Even if it's like, you've only moved half an inch, like, Hey, you're a half an inch closer to where, you know, where your goal is set to be. So I really like that, that, uh, you know, uh, Jonathan Edwards resolution. I like to look up more of those. Oh yeah. 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 He's got a whole list of them. It's pretty awesome. It's cool. Well, I think that's the podcast. That's it, man. Uh, We'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at biblical lenses or on Facebook at facebook.com slash biblical lenses. We promise to get the website up this year. That's a resolution. Uh, So maybe check us out there at biblicallenses.com. Um, you can find show notes, more episodes, stuff right here in the podcast, or uh, you can find more information on the social media platforms. We release a fresh podcast every single Wednesday. We would love it if you would leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We will see you later. <laughs>